Welcome to the 2021 or 2020 season preview of the Icecast Report. I'm Anthony, joined by Tim. And Tim, after over a year and a half, we finally have Penguins football to talk about. You know, the football season continues. It's a, something I've been uh, having fun with all week, talking to people on Facebook. I, I says the the Super Bowl just was played last Sunday, and I says you know a lot of down faces because the football season and end. I says hey. We're less than two weeks away from the start of the YSU football season as the 2021 Penguins will have two seasons, Mm -hmm. the spring and the fall, and it should be an action-packed season and uh, next six months of football here for YSU. Yeah, uh, the Penguins this year will kick off the 2021 spring season in head coach Doug Phillips' debut uh, February 21st at number one North Dakota State. The Bison, we all know who they are. Uh, they're the Alabama Division I AA slash FCS. They've won the championship every year except for once. And it's a very tall task, Tim, for the Penguins to go into the Fargo Dome in a COVID pandemic year with a new coaching staff and a lot of new faces. It's going to be interesting. Obviously, a brand new coaching staff, as you mentioned. Uh, some young players getting opportunities to play opportunity to face the defending national champions, an opportunity to mark your start like none other. Wyish team has ever really had a chance to do before in a very odd, very short season, only eight games, all conference games, obviously a playoff to follow if you can qualify. So a lot of the next two months are going to be packed. Next three months will be packed with a lot of a lot of action coming your way next Sunday. Not this Sunday, yeah. but next Sunday. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, like you mentioned, it's an eight-game uh, conference-only schedule. The Missouri Valley Conference did not do any favors to the Penguins and uh, Coach Phillips in their schedule. We already mentioned YSU opens up February 21st, like Tim mentioned, at North Dakota State. They are the preseason number one overall team in the country. Uh, Northern Iowa comes to the Ice Castle for the home on the 27th. And the Panthers are ranked inside of Athlon Sports Top 5. Uh, they come in at number three. Then YSU is home again against Southern Illinois. The Salukis are preseason ranked 13th, uh, and they put a whipping on YSU last year. And then the Penguins head to South Dakota State, and the Jackrabbits are ranked fifth in the country. Uh, and then a home game against South Dakota, who replaces Indiana State on the Penguins schedule as the Sycamores opted out. And South Dakota State, by uh, some media projections, is is uh, projected to be the sleeper team in the end. The Penguins don't have uh, – there's no cupcake games in this conference, and they definitely uh, – they drew the short end of the stick, so to speak. you got to play them all. But uh, North Dakota State, Northern Iowa, and South Dakota State, three of the first four weeks is very daunting. You know, the challenge is in front of them, and it should be – it's going to be good, though, because mm-hmm. I think it's when you're a coaching staff that was put together last summer and then was ready to play in the fall and have everything that took transpired take that away from you. And then you had a chance to really bond with your players again. Coach Phillips hired in January last year, worked his way through, gets into ready for spring practice, taken away from him, gets into summer practice, just started, gets taken away from him. But in the meantime, he's had 12 months to be around his players every day, to work with them, to talk to them, to promote them, to 
really become his team and uh, really uh, solidify with them. And I think that will be interesting to see how that build up and that now the a whole year waiting to play football, uh, not quite a year, but a whole year since he's been hired to uh, to take the field as your first head coaching job at a collegiate level. I think they're easy to overlook, but I think that that underdogness and the storyline gives YSU a chance to surprise some people. Now, are they going to do it right out of the gates? Let's hope so. It's a, it's a tough call. Uh, let's face it. They, they, they drew the short stick as the saying goes, but mm-hmm. you know, you're going to play them anyway. So you might as well play them early. And quite honestly with you, with North Dakota state, they're not going to have the same quarterback mm-hmm. that started the season in the fall. So they may have some bumps in the road too. So we'll have to wait and see how it all transpires. But I kind of like that underdog look that YSU had. Yeah. Like we, like we mentioned, the Penguins are projected to finish eighth Missouri Valley coaches poll uh, right in front of Western Illinois and Missouri state who are picked tied for ninth Penguins will finish up the season home versus North Dakota, a conference newcomer this year. Uh, and then they are on the road in Macomb an eight o'clock kickoff at Western Illinois. And they finish the season at Missouri state. So it's front loaded, Tim. We talked about your first four opponents are all ranked inside the top 15. South Dakota is another team where they lose their quarterback, but they're projected to be a sleeper team. And Bob Nielsen's teams are always tough to play. And then you kind of ease up with North Dakota, Western Illinois, Missouri State. So the Penguins may have a chance to get some wins there and get some momentum heading into the fall. Penguins are led by three preseason all-conference selections, Jacob Coates, uh, Dan Becker, and uh, DeMarco Craig. Craig will be one of the few experienced players leading the Penguins deep. YSU has half of their defensive scholarship players are freshmen or redshirt freshmen. So while there is talent there, it's an experienced talent. And it's going to take time to gel. You know, like you mentioned, Tim, it's going to be really, it's always difficult going to Fargo Dome. But the Bison got to replace the quarterback too. They replace Trey Lance, who by all, all accounts is projected to be a top five, top 10 pick in the NFL draft this spring. So hopefully there's a bump in the road for the Bison on offense and the Penguins can uh, surprise some people. And you never know. The YSU, while they don't beat North Dakota State often, they play better in the Fargo Dome than they do uh, playing the Bison here in Youngstown. Yeah, that, that is true so far. Like you said, they have not won many games against mm-hmm. them. However, the most important thing I is going to be interested to see is the difference in the defense this year for YSU. Uh, the last few years, they weren't able to make the stops when they needed to and put uh, other teams uh, in positions where they were uncomfortable playing from behind or not sure exactly what type of uh, defense they were going to see that day. YSU... Uh, gave up a lot of a lot of yardage and a lot of points the last few years. And it'll be interesting to see what this new coaching staff will do on that side of the ball. I mean, obviously, there's three phrases to football, but I'm really curious to see what Doug Phillips and his coaching staff does on the defensive side of the ball uh, this year and see if they can make max improvement. We're going to find out right away because they're going to yep. face the top team in the country. Uh, it'll be a great challenge on the road. But I think, like I said, I like this underdog thinking because here's a team coming in that has something to prove. And what better way than to sucker punch the number one team in the country? Uh, it's, it's a big tour, sure. 
And obviously they're going there with that thought in mind and we'll see if they can uh, pull it off. Look, like you mentioned, this is, this is a daunting challenge for anybody to open up with North Dakota state, especially inside the Fargo dome with a new head coach, a new quarterback and Nathan Mays moves on. But I think Tim for the past year and a half, everybody outside of Youngstown has said they stink. They're not talented. Phillips is a bad hire. I can't tell you, Tim, how many times I've heard from our own fans. They don't like Phillips. They don't want him. All this, I, the underdog mentality, their backs are against the wall. Not to mention you throw in the, the horrific loss they suffered just last week, losing a former teammate. Those usually tend to unite teams. And you and I have seen it enough. When this program comes together, and says, you can't do it, how many times have they done it? I'm not going to say they're going to shock North Dakota State, but I'd be surprised if they went out and got blown out and didn't compete. Well, that's the goal. I really would. The goal of any football game is to compete and give yourself an opportunity, and hopefully, you know, like I said, there's some upside. As for Doug Phillips being the head coach, yeah, was it a surprise? Everybody was surprised. Yeah. I know. He wasn't on your radar or my radar Mm-mm. or many uh, fans' radar. However, he's the head coach. He's going to have his opportunity. And that's all we can do right now is support his opportunity, just like we did with Wolford, just like we did with every coach that's has come by. Bo, I mean, the whole thing. You just deal with what who's here. Uh, coach Pellini did a great job. Disappointing last two years. We'll take the opportunity to have Coach Pellini here. You know, Coach Wolford had the same type of thing, a defense that can never stop anybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that has been really the biggest leak in YSU's football over the last 10 years is the defense. So, yes, the Saycock was here, yeah. yeah. It has been the biggest leak for really for the last 20 years since mm-hmm. Trestle left. Uh, so they need to fix that. And if they can be competitive on the defensive side of the field, I think they can be competitive with anybody. You're uh, right. Any ball game. However, if they're giving up 40 points a game and giving up big yardage plays, you know, down the middle where a wide receiver gets behind the defense. Yeah. They're, they're going to be struggling all season long. And the last, for the most part of the last 10 years, that's been the problem is they've given up the big plays. Yep. Uh, they're going to have to find that to stop that leak uh, in the defense players. If it's coaches, if it's a combination of philosophies, whatever it may be, that's what the challenge is in front of this coaching staff. And we'll see. As you mentioned, you know, the loss of uh, Darius Rushkoford uh, in the tragic accident this past week was just heartbreaking for not just the community, but for Youngstown. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, our hearts go out to his families and friends and all his uh, teammates and uh, coaching staff at YSU over the years. It was a, a tragic thing. And we wish all uh, the best and, and our condolences to all those who uh, knew Darius on a uh, personal level. Yeah, Tim, that's a great point. Uh, obviously, the start of a new season is always exciting. It's even in this pandemic, crazy, unusual time. It's exciting for me. I know last week I bought my tickets. and I texted you immediately as soon as I got my tickets. I said, Tim, I got them. And, you know, uh, we've been talking about it off the air, uh, just how excited we've been. And and then something like this happens and it's it's senseless. It's terrible. Uh, Darius had a, a nice career at YSU, 
cut short because of injury. Right as he was really becoming a playmaker on this offense, he got hurt and missed a year. And then just starting out life, Tim, he's in his early 20s, just minding his own business. And our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and his teammates and his coaches, because everybody that knew him. I don't know if you saw it Monday or Monday night. WFMJ had a nice interview with uh, uh, Trevor Parks on. And you can tell that was tough. You know, Trevor's around those kids every day, eight, nine, 10, 11 hours a day. And he gets to know when you could just see the pain in Trevor's face and hear it in his voice. And, uh, it, you know, we just want to pass along our condolences to his family and his friends on a senseless loss. And I know one thing, Tim, programs faced with adversity like this off the field, football is second to this. I think you're going to see an, an inspired team this year, uh, not because they want to prove themselves with a new coaching staff, uh, but they want to honor their teammates' memory. I'm excited about the season, Tim. I really am. I just, I like this coaching staff. I like some of the talent we have. It's going to be really interesting, uh, but it just, it'll be nice to have football back because I mentioned to you, Tim, in August, when we walked in the standoff, we're not going to be here for a while. You know, we're not going to be here watching YSU for a while and to have it within two weeks away. It's really exciting. Yeah, it is. And uh, I also want to pass on our best wishes and get well soon to Daniel Mendenach, who was injured in yes. a car accident. Thank you, Tim. Uh, Daniel Strong uh, from Lawrence County. Uh, from the Newcastle area, another YSU uh, grad. So, uh, you know, that's, it's been a, a tough few weeks uh, recently on the roads for uh, those who are part of the program. And uh, our best wishes to go out for all of them. And, yeah, it's, you know, as football season, as crazy as it sounds, on it's February here. 11th, it's approaching. and It's here, baby. Yeah, we're 10 days away. We're 10 days away that's from kickoff. Right. Go. Uh, it's it's going to be a really wild, wild spring in Northeast Ohio. It is, like you mentioned, it feels really odd to be sitting here February 11th and to think in 10 days we have kickoff. But you know what? I don't care because it's back. And it's something that we need. This community needs it. They need a sense of normalcy a sense of something we can rally around and get our mind off all the bad and all the evil that has happened in the last year to year and a half. Saturdays, when the red and white are out there waving, it's something normal for once. And Look at it this way. They're going to be the only real player in town in Northeast Ohio. They are the Division II, Division III schools that will be playing a short season mm-hmm. this spring. Uh, you know, we can talk about some of those schools when they get ready to kick off at the Division Three level a little bit later. And they're going to have only a five-game season. Yep. But this is an eight-game season. This is a conference season. This will also lead to a playoff. Uh, it's going to be interesting. If you're a football fan and God willing that is being able to assemble again into a stadium happens at a higher percentage that it's going to start with by the end of this uh, regular season, and hopefully playoff run, who knows? Uh, maybe uh, Northeast Ohio will come down to watch some Penguin football because, you know, Akron and Kent, they all played mm-hmm. in the fall. There is no other school the size of Youngstown State really in the state. Kind of they're, they're the lone wolf here and an opportunity to really steal the limelight 
and hopefully uh, they'll get they'll get some um, opportunities to be seen on a national and regional level. And uh, starting uh, on the 21st, a Sunday, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. So uh, Super Bowl Sunday is not the last date for uh, football on a Sunday. We get it two weeks later with the the YSU Penguins. I'm excited. Can't wait for it. Like I said, as we record this, we're basically less than 10 days away from Mm -hmm. kickoff. Yeah, the Penguins will start off on Sunday, February 21st, like you mentioned, because North Dakota State and the Fargo Dome have a wrestling tournament to work around. So uh, that's why we got pushed back to Sunday and don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Uh, but the FCS championship game this year will be May 16th. It will be a Sunday. So, hey. Let's bookend it. Hey, man, I, I hope you and I are booking tickets to Frisco on that big bird right out of Pittsburgh and uh, – well, wouldn't that be something? But like you mentioned, uh, eight-game season, Penguins kick off 10 days from now, February 21st against North Dakota State. Tim and I will be back next week with the North Dakota State preview as the Penguins head into the Fargo Dome to kick off their eight-game conference-only season. Remember, Tim and I will be here each and every week the Penguins are playing to recap the previous week's game and preview the next week's game, win or lose. Tim and I will be here to break down all the action. YSU's road games will be broadcast locally on WBCB and WFMJ. So as you mentioned, a TV audience will be able to see the Penguins. So for Tim, I'm Anthony kicking off season three of the Icecast Report.